0: Lord, Ms. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show for Saturday, August the twenty first, twenty ten. I am your host. Lardy, Miss Clardy, and your co-host is Brenda Wright. The light is right. We're coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio, with fresh news every Saturday when the time is right. When we can, but it is every Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We have a real good show for you this evening, and we want you to sit back. And chill with us, okay? And so this is the place to be and to get heard right here on the Lardy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show. All right, we're going to come to you with a question today. What makes a real woman? How does a real woman work and all those good things? And what makes a woman cheap? We will duke it out, men, women, if you have any comments or views on this topic for today's issue, please feel free to call in and speak up. This is not about men and women bashing, so come with clean intentions to have a carnival of a time with your audiences only. If you are an expert on this subject, please simply call in at the call-in number at 347 884 that number again is 347-884-8684. And for those that are are, are having a problem with your phones, we have a call-in toll-free number. That number is one 483 3153 That number again is one seven seven eight four I mean four four eight three three one five seven. Now we're gonna sit back and relax and I want y'all to be here when we get back. So we're coming back after we hear a few songs here and there, you know, our song for, you know, our beginning here. So give us some time and we'll be right back, all right? it up a little bit today, and, you know, let's go over the song that you just heard, which is Alicia Keys in Welcome Home, all right, and we said we were going to switch this thing up a little bit, and we have in the house tonight, Eric, Mr. Breeze, and we also have Tyrone, Island Smalls, the Poet Man, however, but we're switching it up. They are going to help us co-host what mates? a real woman. All right, they got a lot of stuff they want to share with you. So we're just going to dive in right now after I get finished telling you that next week on Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, in the third segment, we will have the Battle of the Sexes. So I hope to hear from you on that Saturday. And we will learn and get an understanding about men and women and how to respect our differences. We will duke it out. We will duke it out. If you have any comments or views on that topic, um, please feel free to call in and speak up. All right? And if you are an expert on this subject, please simply call in at the call-in number at 347-884-8684. That number, again, is 347-884-8684. All right? And if you have any interesting topics that you would like us to investigate on and research, you know, come on, you know, give us, give us, give us an email or something, and let us know what it is that you want us to talk about. You can contact us at WendyCartierYahoo.com or wclarityatfamiliesandvictimsoffraud.com. You can even call in at a call-in number that I'm giving you at 372-6103. That number again is 614-372-6103. You can call, email, um, and tell us about any interesting or controversial topics in which you would like to discuss on this show. Come and join us right here on the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be and the place to be heard for real talk for real people with real issues. All right. Now you can also contact Brenda Wright, the Lightest Right, at littlefasttiny at yahoo.com. That is spelled L-I-L-F-A-S-T. T I N Y at Yahoo.com. All right. That email again is L-I-L F-A-S-T-I-N-Y at Yahoo.com. All right. All right now, y'all. We're getting ready to take you back to lab to uh, the last topic that we had talked on, which was about what makes a real man and for an update, you know, I'm just going to slide on through through the articles that we have spoken on came out of menstuff.org, www.menstuff.org. And we talked about on that segment, three stages of a man: the heroic hypermasculinity, feminized hypomasculinity, and authentic, the integrated masculinity. And the four marks of a real man, mm, mm, mm. and then we come down to what makes the real man is real men are respectful to others, not afraid to show affection or emotion, and they're equally affectionate and appreciative to his family, with intent to his wife and kids. Real men are well-mannered in all life settings, earning his own way through life is very paramount and neatness for him everything has a place then we went on to talk about at that segment on what makes a man cheap and that we came out of www. www.prisonersolidarity.org. that article where i'm coming out of is www.prisonersolidarity.org. solidarity All right, and this is an article that was uh, written by Ali Khalid Abdullah, all right, and he said that there are many reasons why a man would cheat on his significant other, but they are varied and complex, and they are also related to the character of a person in question. He says if we examine the concept of cheating, of unfaithfulness, and two-timing, we encounter some fundamental misplaced value judgment. That is, we see a need to conquer and conquest, um, which does offer a momentary sense of adequacy, but it is fleeting. In order to continue the euphoric pleasure, one has to constantly repeat the act. It is similar to the addict who takes drugs and alcohol in excess. He also says cheating is also ultimately an act of failure because more often than not, it destroys trust, respect, loyalty, honesty, love, and the moral fibers of family, that is, i.e., husband, wife, intimate relationships, friendships, social cohesion. The cheater and the cheated both end up unhappy in the long run. And he goes on to say that men and women who feel it is not an issue to cheat will never find out what true happiness is. Revenge cheating is no better than cheating of the initial perpetrator. Revenge cheating is nothing more than a desperate cry to get even, and to do so cheapens one's own self-esteem. And and, uh, so in his opinion, he says both kinds of cheating is no good. If a woman has suffered from cheating, she needs to move forward and not to judge all men based on her past experience. The same applies to man. Faithful love and relationships are the hallmark principles of God and of every religious and social standing. However, whether we choose to honor and respect those individuals is another manner. So that is that on why men cheat, or what makes a man cheat, and then they give you seven characteristics of a man. Now, this was all that was said in our last segment uh, two weeks ago, and they said the first uh, characteristic of, of a man, or characteristics of a man, is, uh, okay, I think I lost one, but we just want, we're just going to say a few of them, characteristics of a man, utility. Men need to be good at solving many standard problems that can come up in life. A man needs to know a little about building cars, personal finance, and the other issues. Even if he can't fix something himself, he knows where to go or who to call to get something done. A man should know quick, effective solutions to most of life's little problems. Then he has to be emotionally strong, okay, and out of this one, You know, we're going to tell you where this is coming out of. It's coming out of www.blog.joelx.com, okay? Now, it says another characteristic of a man is emotionally strong. David Borenstein said once, feelings are not supposed to be logical. Dangerous is the man who has rationalized his emotions. By the way, guys. Dangerous is this con- in this context is not the badass kind of dangerous but the idiot kind of dangerous that puts people in concentration camps. I think that this is one of the biggest areas where modern men are lacking. A man needs to understand his emotions and to be confident enough to express them. Men who don't share their emotions end up bottling them up until they explode in sometimes horrific ways. If you can't share how you feel, you are a coward and most definitely not a man. Then it goes on to say he's a sexual prowess. (sighs) (laughs) Every woman wants a man capable of satisfying her. Don't be lazy, morons who hop on top with no foreplay. Spend time talking to your woman. Arouse her physically, mentally, and sexually. Do the simple things. Touch her arm. Kiss her neck. Tell her how you feel. If you finish before she does, use your fingers or mouth to give her the same satisfaction you just had. Or be ready to go again in a short time. Make sex something that she looks forward to as much as you do. And... Lastly, they talked about, I'm giving you his social ability. I used to get nervous talking in front of a big group of people, and sometimes still do. It's hard for many people. However, it's a vital skill to have in life, along with ability to quickly establish a connection with people on an individual basis. Learning how to make people feel comfortable around you quickly is an important life skill, Many sad boys think that snubbing other people makes them look cooler. Hurting a weaker person is never a characteristic of a manly man. Instead, the ability to make just about anyone comfortable and happy spending time with you shows maturity and manliness. All right, that's our update on, uh, on our last topic on what makes a man and what makes a man cheat. Now we coming down to the wire, all right? And before we go into it, where Mr. Breeze, Eric, and Tyrone Allen Small, the poet man, who's gonna come in and help us out, co-hosting this segment on what makes a real woman and what makes women cheat. Um, definitely, this is an interesting concept. We're flipping it so that the men can come to you with articles and what they have what they have read to you to make sure that you have something to say. And of course, we all got our own views on what makes a real man and what makes a real woman. But, hey, we're here to uh, give you some information. Hopefully you can use it. If you can't, throw it out and bring up something. Get up on the stage and say something. Call on the phone to us. Here on the Lardy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show. We are live right now as we speak. You can call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. Come on and give us a call. We will be right back on Real Talk on what makes a real woman and what makes them cheap. this segment, where we're going to have the men talk about the women, all right? We talked about the men, uh, the last segment, me and the Linda, Brenda, the light is right? So, you know, now it's time for Tyrone Island Smalls and Eric, Mr. Breeze, to come on and give us something that's going to help us know what makes a real woman. And what's all about the woman, and also tell us why women cheat. Alright? So, you know, women, if you're out there listening, you need to get on the radio and say something. Give your opinions of what's old, men. If you got something to say, say it too. This is supposed to be a good time. So, we're getting ready to start the show. Right now, we are going to start it off with Tyro's Island Small. Now, Before we get started, I'm the slip of the roll. I'm going to be talking some poetry. That's right. Yours truly, Lardy Miss Carty, getting ready to start up some stuff, all right? So don't judge me, all right? You know, this is for the women. You know, if you understand, you know, let me know on the email or you can call, or you can talk about it right here while we are live. So I'm getting ready to give the floor to the co-host. That is going to talk on what makes a real woman, Island, 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 the poor man. All right? Come on now. Get some handshakes and Some warm welcome. Put your hand together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. All right? All right.
0: Because, you know, after him, you know Mr. Breeze going to come up and have something to say, too. So, you know, come on. Let us have it. What makes a real woman? What, what What's on the agenda? Where are you coming out from? All right, who, all right. Who, who, what's the article? You know, what's you on the on a verbal
2: thought. All right, co-host. all right. So today I'm hosting the show, uh, co-hosting the show, and uh, this is my first time doing this, so bear with me. The topic of today's subject is um, what makes a real woman and what makes them cheap.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: Uh-oh. Uh, I'm going from this article from a man named Nico. And he wrote, Nico wrote about the essence of a real woman that I find most interesting. So I'm sharing this one with you here. His take on the real man to follow. Being a real woman is an art, mostly pleasant, but demanding some skill and knowledge. As we all know, there are no unbeautiful women, there are women who don't know that they are beautiful. A woman is only what she makes it out of herself. There are some tricks that make the woman that real one and help her to bear the name proudly. These recommendations aren't that the rule, the only defined, definite, excuse me, rule, is the inner feeling of a woman, that she is the one and the one and only but never just one of a kind. A real woman is independent. She is always busy on her own business. It can be whatever, job, hobby, interests. She has no time to deal with the problems and affairs of others. That doesn't mean she isn't selfish. I mean, she is selfish, I'm sorry, and takes no compassion on others. She will always be there for her relatives and friends, willing to listen to their complaints and to help them. A woman shouldn't solve man's problem, this prerogative is male, a man is the one supposed to take care of a woman, a real woman can't ever be had over the barrel, she is always well dressed with her hair and makeup done, be ready that anything can happen at all of a sudden, you say it is hard to look nice all the time for a real woman. A A real woman should always stay calm and relaxed, behaving as if nothing in this world really troubles her. All the attacks of nerves and hysterics are not for public. Better never let them see you cry. Tears have a strong effect on men, but don't abuse it. Money shouldn't become the necessity of a real woman's life. If she has money, she spends it. When she is sh- short of money, she doesn't care or just pretends she doesn't. A real woman always has a couple of real good and expensive dresses in her wardrobe. They play the role of a parade costume for cases when it is necessary to make an impression. One can say that only must do and must have for a so-called real woman. But there are many free to do or not to do for either. For her either. The most are provided by men who are ready to forgive her almost everything for just one charming smile, which is supposed to be the same. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Sorry.
2: A woman can let a woman can let herself be late ten or fifteen minutes late is almost on time forty five minutes late he will be only glad that you will finally appear it always it's always better for a woman to be late rather than to run in a hurry Men to for, men tend to forgive a woman her mood swings sudden changes of decisions, promises forgotten and etc. A real woman can take herself. Excuse me, I'm sorry. A real woman can let herself push men around her little finger. She may stay mysteriously silent, complain that she's bored, act stupid, or start a passionate scientific argument. Nobody can make a woman answer a question she doesn't want to. And nobody can force her to explain the reason for doing or not doing this or that. Acting so capricious. Capricious? Capricious, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm,
0: that's all right, I capricious, you
2: too. And unbalanced is a simple way to get a man attached to a woman. Don't hesitate to make a man spend as much money on you as he can afford. He will never leave an object for capital investment. Now, Eric, to breathe, I'm going to ask you about a couple of things that I read about. Oh,
0: shoot now. now Here we go.
2: I have a question about a real woman that's independent. On this bullet point, it said a real woman should be independent. She always busy on her business. It can be whatever—a job, hobby, interest. She has no time to deal with problems and affairs of others. She doesn't mean that doesn't mean she is selfish and takes no compassion on others. She will always be there for her relatives and friends willing to listen to their complaints and to help. Now, when I read that, I heard relatives and friends, but I didn't hear nothing about their man. Now, sometimes I think a real woman should incorporate her man into her daily path, because without, without incorporating her man, make him feel less out. Okay, on this question that's of that's compassion, it's just it. it compassion, you being a man, Sometimes I know you go out there on the street and you work hard. Sometimes you work hard looking for a job to find work. If you're not doing that, sometimes we take on the task of the household. Cleaning, cooking, watching the kids as men.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, they say that men are
2: supposed to be the breadwinners. Sometimes the women it. They say that men are supposed to be the breadwinners. Now, sometimes... Like, I feel in my relationship, I gave a 50-50. If we have 50-50 on chores, we have 50-50 on household, we have 50-50 on careers, we have 50-50 on child-rearing.
0: Yeah? Lie, lie, lie. No. Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I had an outburst. Uh, was that something that said over here, uh, you know, um, I wasn't supposed to be having outburst. I was supposed to be relaxing, Ain't supposed to Be in public, right? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, go don't like to hear when you say 50/50. Okay. Go.
2: Ahead. They want everything to be 50/50. So 50/50 means men are supposed to help take care of the kids, but women are supposed to do too. And if a woman can get a got a better education than a man, I, I think she yeah, she need to be go out there and get the better job. I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. But me being as a man, that's a real,
0: that's a real woman that
2: just slide over and fit into them shoes. Okay, now me being, as, being a real woman, she don't look down on her man because he's at home taking care of the family. I feel that if a man is taking care of the family and taking care of the home while she's out there working, she can feel, she can feel great, grateful as a as man when the woman is doing the same thing. That's right. I feel everything that I proposed and vice versa. If man should do it, then woman should do it. And me and my relationship, I'm not scared to give up part of my 50-50. Now, I feel a relationship is a 50-50 relationship, but sometimes she might be better at finance. You might be better at household uh, repairs or, or cleaning. So if you are better at one, give your 10%, give her 60 and you have 40, or you give him 60 and you have 40. Now, now, ask the women, what do they feel on this issue?
0: Oh mm, I don't know. We want some feedback. Oh, you want some feedback, huh? Yes. Brenda, give you some feedback. Bring the light is right. Come on. Come on with me. Well, I feel like 50-50 is where way it's supposed to be. But for, for today's society of the independency of a woman being independent,
1: sometimes we as women,
0: we... We feel that once we get that independency, we're more men than on what our men are. And we do kind of uh, give them a hard time on that. And we really do. So it's it's like every, every woman wants to be independent, but to be a woman and be independent, we have our challenges, which is we still have to remember that we are women. We can't forget that we do need our men.
1: All right, all right, all right. You know, I, uh, I, I'm coming. come about you, Scott? Scotty,
0: listen. I don't know. See, there's a part of me that would love to be independent, but when I really think about it, <laughs> I'd rather stay at home. Well, we all want uh, to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Encourage the man to be the breadwinner. I'll run your water, baby. I ought not rub your toes. I mean, because I know what it's like. Because, you know, I went out there and I worked with my man. You know what I'm saying? I worked out there in the warehouse with him. And, girl, when I got out there in that warehouse and it was 99.9 degrees outside and I was out there for eight hours and I sweated where I lost five, ten pounds carrying on and I was so tired and weak I couldn't even eat. I was tired too. Couldn't do nothing. All I could do was just was just figure out. I'll see you tomorrow, baby. Listen, and then beg him. Oh, please! If you just let me just stay home while you go out there and do this, I'll I'll do I'll do the cooking. I'll clean the house. I'll rub your bath water, I'll rub your toes, whatever that it takes. But please, I don't want to work hard, you know what I'm saying? You know, so, I, so in my mind, independence to me is let me just be a woman, you know what I'm saying? I mean, now, if he gets sick or something, you know what I'm saying, he gets sick, then my tail got to get out there and and be the breadwinner and help him out, you know what I mean, making sure that the money come in. Otherwise, I'd rather stay at home and let him do the work, really. That's my take on it. See, my take is I can live
2: it because me and my wife, we work the same job, and by her, she's a better people person. And she moved up on the job faster than I did,, mm-hmm. and we was having problems with the with the babysitter and so instead of having to pay babysitter to save some money, I quit my job and let her go go and be the breadwinner so we we can kind of we can kind of went through that and it worked out good until she finally got sick and then after you'd been at home cleaning so long. And doing the cooking and the cleaning.
0: Is that when I start saying I'm bored?
2: <laughs> then when you have to get back up there in the field, it's kind of hard to go and find something.
0: Oh, no. I don't, I,
2: it started back up the way that you
0: expect. Well, you know, you got a point there, uh, Mr. Breeze. You do. You have a point there. Um, it varies from woman to woman what they consider independent. You know what I mean? i you know, I'll be the devil advocate, you know what I'm saying? I have been through some stuff, been independent almost all my life. Matter of fact, I was so independent, I wouldn't even ask a man, you know what I'm saying, can I have some money? I got my own money, you know what I'm saying? You can't do nothing for me, but just make love to me, you know? But I found out that men really, really, really need to feel want it and needed. and if I act like you know I don't need nothing or I'll act like I'm a damn one in distress sometimes you know then my man will probably go off and look out other where you know what I'm saying find somebody that that really needs him you know what I mean right, so absolutely he needs to know his worth you know so for all the independent women I feel that it's not good to be so independent, not unless your mama died when you was 19 and you ain't had no family or something, but you know, and you had to be independent and you must learn how to be dependent as well as independent through, you know, the people that you meet and learn. You know, I think it's good for most of us as women that are independent to learn how to be dependent so that our men can feel like they are wanted and needed and they are helpful in our life. Because sometimes, you know, we we think we can handle it all. So we
1: sure do. You know
0: what I'm saying? Sometimes we can be a headache to our own self. So, you know, um, I'm learning from it. That's the show. I learned how. I don't know about relaxing, you know, but I try, you know. Oh, my honey, he tells me all the time, Girl, you're so wound up, you can't even be still. Come on over here and let me... Slap you up or rub you down or something, you know what I'm saying? So you can become, you know, uh, uh, relaxed. And 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 sometimes that don't relax me either. But I'm getting there because he's teaching me, you know, how to relax, how to ask, they'd rather be silent and act like I don't want nothing, you know, that kind of thing. So, you,
2: you really look relaxed right now, baby. You um, really look
0: relaxed. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed, uh-huh. Because see, we got the men taking and doing the show. You know, you know, taking the load up off of us women sometimes. You know, to show that they have a social, a social interest in in involving on issues that matter to us women and people so much. Thank you very much for helping us. I'm definitely relaxed today. All right, Tyrell, tell us some more. Tell us some more.
2: Okay, coming to you from purpose. Html. This is women. Our purpose.
0: Okay, before we get started, you know we was all on the search engine, and we we on the search engine. This is what we put in because it don't really give you where this is located. So you go into the search engine, whichever search engine you choose, and look up. What is woman's purpose or woman our purpose, okay? So, you know, I just wanted to interject and put that in there because, you know, we don't have, you know, where this where this particular um, uh, article come from, so we're putting it out there, okay? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry to interject like that, but, you know, I have to do that. That's fine. All right.
2: Thy words have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee woman, our purpose. I'm not a woman, but I'm reading this. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: why we gave it to the men, so that they can tell the women what what these people was talking about. we we just switching the role. We talk about the men. They got to talk about us.
2: I'm probably going to say something here that will disappoint many. There are some that may look back over the years and say, man, I really blew it. I'm not writing the following to scold for failures, but rather to help those who are young enough to put into practice what God wills for their life. And also to those of us who are in our middle years that still have time to change some things in order to please God and find a peace that only being in His will can bring. I'm sure we we can agree that God made everything on purpose. He makes nothing by accident. Nothing is happy until it finds that purpose for which God has made it. Seems like all we hear these days is, "I want my rights." Everyone is talking this way. (laughs) But what about my purpose? My purpose? Or my place? My place? That is what I want to address here.
0: You talk about my place as a woman. Yes. Oh, okay. Not your place. Not my place. Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. Go ahead. You only have one
2: right in life, and that is to find God's will and purpose for your life. Then sit securely and work actively right in the center of God's purpose and place for you. It is really the only way to find contentment. To be in the will of God is the highest honor given us. God has a specific purpose for each of us, His creatures, His preachers. So God then has a purpose for women. Listen up, women.
0: All right, we listening.
2: We trying to tell you how to be, and not to be the way the man wants you to be, but how God wants you to be.
0: Okay, let's find out. Come on with it. Oh, they ready. They Start ready. Shooters. They ready. Learn a little. Stop something. Us.
2: They want to be taught. Teach us that God will be done.
0: Preach it,
2: teach it. First, let me say that God didn't create man for you. Ooh. What?
0: What? Yep. Come on now.
2: You heard me right. God created you to be a helpmeet for man. Uh oh. Uh oh. we are deep Uh-oh. now. Uh-oh. Yeah.
1: You see, Uh-oh. ladies,
2: I believe God saved the best for last, women. Mm. And I do feel that way. You are a blessing to men, and we are we should be a blessing to you after everything else, because man was incomplete. He had it all there in the garden, every perfect thing and direct fellowship with God. But God saw that something was missing. He wanted Adam to have the best of everything.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Every desire met. Mm-mm. So to top off a perfect world, he created woman for
1: the man. Mm-mm.
2: For Uh-oh. the man. Oh, come for on. For man. Remember that.
1: Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. for the dog. Mm-hmm. Not for the cat. Mm-hmm. But for
0: the man. <laughs> oh, don't rub Not it for in there. Mm-hmm. But for your girlfriend. But, but for your man. man. For
2: your husband, right? Your man. Your
0: husband. Yeah. Be husband Anybody can man. be a man. Your
2: man, meaning the one you were. Your wrist. The wrist you came from. Man needed something to see how much he could lift. And to say, my, you are strong. But there was no one. He on the garden by himself,
1: talking to himself.
2: <laughs> Come on now. So he made women. Maybe he took a lap around the garden and there was no one to say, wow, you are the fastest runner I know. God made women to sit the sideline and cheer when a, woman, when a man succeeds. God made a woman to sit in the audience while her husband preaches and say, that's the best preaching in the world, preacher in the world.
1: Hercules! Yeah. Hercules! Uh-oh, uh-oh! Uh-oh! Hercules! <laughs> <laughs> <Hunk your> Hercules!
2: <laughs> God made woman for the man. The word help me means complete her. Like finishing a circle. A completion. No, God didn't see a child needing care and say, I'm going to send somebody down to take care of that child. He didn't say... That baby needs a diaper change. I'll create someone to take care of that. One. Nor did he say there's a dirty house. I'll send someone to clean it. And as much as we would like to believe, these, believe this, he didn't say I'm going to send her down for a man to love and protect. God didn't send you down to be helped. God sent you down to help. For those of you who have been blessed with the joy of a child, I'm sure there was a time where you thought, this is flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone, and blood of my blood. And from experience, I know what a sweet time that is. What a blessing. But that is not why God made you. You did not fulfill the purpose of being a woman that day. God did not bless us with the ability to have children. But that is not the main reason for existence. Excuse me, God did bless us with the ability to have children, but that is not the main reason for your existence. You can be a good mother and be a failure.
0: That's right. That's true. That's you right. can be the
2: best mother who ever lived and still be a failure.
0: <laughs>
2: God looked down and saw that man was not a complete package. He saw that he could not make it by himself, and God said, I'm going to make someone to complete him. Like a noun with a verb, with no verb. Uh-oh. Like a three-sided square. There was something missing in man, so he made you complete, made you to complete him. That is your purpose. So, that being the case, God made you to be the aggressor, yes. Women, it to be the weaker vessel.
0: But the aggressor?
2: Yes. First Peter 3, 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. As unto the weaker vessel. But man has more need than woman does. Now, women. Y'all show sure we is
0: needy. Now, women.
2: <laughs> oh, you said. Now, we just <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm going
0: to start at something. Now, she, now Ms. Carty, I'm going to rebuttal. Y'all uh-huh. show are sure needy. Y'all show are needy. Now, I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> to give y'all. Wait a minute, y'all. Wait a minute. I'll put it down. Y'all sure are needy, and we're going to go back to it. And now, she
2: said, we are. Needy. now this is island speaking and
1: i'm gonna say i am
2: needy <laughs> i am needy i'm needy for real good one that's right i'm needy me and my uh fiance got into a little quest argument uh this week sometime and uh i got home from work and she said well baby, the dishes need to be done i got done with the dishes she said baby i need a back rub got done with the back rub she said you know baby uh you go to the store. I said, wait, 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 stop, hold up for a minute. I said, y'all women just keep stacking things on top of men daily and daily. I said, y'all say y'all need this affection, y'all need this it's hug. Something ha! Hold on, me this. on these...
1: oh, let me finish Oh, you coming
0: next,
2: Eric Breeze? you coming next? But I gotta finish this. I said, yes, baby. Y'all say y'all need. I said, but we need too. We get out there and we face the pressure of life. Being a black man, our pressure is a little more. And I know being on the lower echelon of life of the white man, your pressure is getting just as much. (laughs) Now, in every color in between,
1: we go out on the
2: street and we face the pressure looking for a job, looking for the right job. We got hoochie mamas walking by, ding-dong, just (laughs) everything hanging out. And you try not to look at that and try to respect your woman. The pressure of life. Now. I had to rebuttal and said, you know what, baby, I hear your women arguing, but now here I am coming home, I don't mind a rose petal bath every now and then. I don't mind some baby oil in my bath water, you No know, bubbles in there. I don't mind you sponge bathing me while I just sit there relaxing cruising, sip on a beer or a cooler. But we need things, too. And if you do that more often, your man will do it more often for yourself.
0: Okay. Getting
2: back to the... Um, <clears throat>
0: Such a good hand. Y'all still
2: needy.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Hold on, wait, oh, ma- oh, wait. Eric wait. DeBree, please put in your. Uh, yeah, let's see what you got to say. Like, like women always say, I need
2: t- calling us needy, but they always need time away from the house. They, 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 they always say the kids is getting on my nerves. But sometimes the man is there just as long with the kids as the women is. Do they ever think a man got nerves? A man gets tired of being at the house all the time. A man gets tired of cleaning. A man gets tired of cooking. They don't never look at
0: that part, but they want. they always come in off oh, the kids and call me twenty times. Now, this is a phone. Don't you got an off button
1: Oh the oh, phone off Not it off, off. on okay. it off. off. Then they may want to come home and That's complain, complain, to everybody
0: about the kids calling them twenty calls. I'm sitting there with them, but they can baby the kids so much that the kids only know to call mom. All right, all right. Well, let's, let's 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 roll and 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 get ready for you know for this. Okay, we're gonna come back with some more uh, woman on purpose, and um, you know we got more to say on this. So let's <laughs> be still and come on back. You can call in at the call in number if you have a question. One three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. Again, that number is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. If this is interesting to you, get on the phone and stand up and speak up and speak out. We'll be back. Well, we will be back <laughs> as soon as we get you some music we'll be back are we there again uh, sound man got is is, is is trying to get the sound done here all right we here now we'll be back
1: Why did we take a chance, baby? Living without some. The way of joy that something's not so
2: Word and God's plan. I agree with that. Yeah, I they agree. say, I have my rights too. No, they don't yet. A woman does not have any rights in this world until she does this. Check it in the Bible. Always in the Bible, she is to be the follower. Ephesians
0: Even though she's the aggressor, she still has to follow. To be a leader, you got to be a follower. Wendy. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Miss No, Lardy,
2: Miss Lardy. Miss <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Miss
0: Lardy. Okay, go ahead. I don't mess with you
2: so no more. Did I ask you a question about the um, being an aggressor? Oh, boy. In, in hearing that in this article, when do you think a woman oversteps her boundary as being the aggressor?
0: When she becomes to believe and think that she is the man of the house and tells the man what to do, and if he doesn't do it, get out. That's when I think that she has set her boundaries. To be an aggressor, God isn't saying that a woman is supposed to take her place within the home where this is her castle, even to make the home a beautiful place for when her man comes home to enjoy the the, the, the serene and, 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 and the success that's within the home that makes him feel more like the man of the house because she has settled the house, and at the same time, as it was said in this article, is that She, even though she's the weaker half, she is to be the aggressor, meaning that she has to initiate to start him up to make him be all that he could be to lead her. So women with boy children, I say that you teach your child in the way it should grow. And when it grows old, it will never depart from it. That is the word of God. Because, woman, you are responsible for what your mid-child turns out to be when they become grown. So it starts at home.
2: Eric DeBree, that's it.
0: When do you feel,
2: coming from a man's perspective, when a woman is being too aggressive? Pushing too hard, pushing too strong. If there is there a such thing that a man can feel that he's being pushed too much, too hard, too strong? And, and a woman is always telling the man that he ain't good or telling the man that he ain't worth nothing mm-hmm. and tell the man that he ain't doing his job right. Mm-hmm. All That's time. what's up. That, that brings a man's emotions down and he ain't going to... That's stop, right. It stopped being a push to being a tiger wolf.
0: Absolutely. Because he trying
2: to figure out why is she saying all of this? Right. When you're trying your heart, when you're trying the best of you best, best. Well, that
0: goes with that saying: behind every good man is a good woman. So excuse me.
2: When the light is right, what was that statement goes, that you just said?
0: it goes behind the saying: behind every good man is a good woman. So that woman is pushing her man down that way that she can't expect him to be the good man that.
2: Okay, now I would like to say, do you feel that if someone pushes someone with negative aggression, is that the old school way? Is that the grandma way? Because you know, sometimes hard love. Sometimes you gotta say, you know what, I'm gonna kick my child out so he can learn. Sometimes you have to push that hard what aggression. Difference
1: between all that. Mm-hmm. But
0: when when it's done in the type of way that I think the breeze was trying to put it out there, that comes kind of from being with too much independency in a woman. When a woman feels all that independency, she feels that, that she is playing both roles, the man and the woman, that there is no need for the man to have to have the put of input there because she's got it all under control. control.
2: Okay, okay. So you feel that when a, when a woman, like in a setting where the woman is the breadwinner, that since she's the breadwinner and has everything under control that the man has not that it's still is no longer the head of the house just because she's the breadwinner or is the man the question is, is a man still a breadwinner? I mean is a man still the head of the house or whether he's the breadwinner, so the sole breadwinner or not? Well
0: truthfully he should be. But the way a woman a thinks country. under circumstances of independency, that's not the way it is.
1: Okay, well, let me so continue to read.
0: it's a woman's issue.
1: Okay,
2: let me continue to read. Ephesians, uh, Ephesians five twenty two, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband, as unto the Lord. Then in verse twenty five, Ephesians five twenty five, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church, and gave Himself for it. And gave himself for it. What's supposed to start it? The wives, in Ephesians 6.1, we find. Ephesians 6.1, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And then in verse 4, Ephesians 6.4, and ye fathers, provoke not your children to the wrath, but bring them up in the, nur- the nurture and, and admonish of the Lord. Ammonition of the Lord, I'm sorry. What does that mean? God gives the command first to the follower. The follower, which is the woman. He says, I want the wife to do her job first. That means he wants the child to obey the first. The man is the first. The woman is the second, which is the first to the child. And in that order. That means he wants the child to obey even if the dad is never the right kind of dad. Even if the dad is never the right kind of dad. That means also to me, my opinion, even if the husband is not the right
0: kind of husband. No, that's not what that means. I will interject in there because, no, because that will put a war pass on any woman that has to have that kind of Uh, responsibility. What that is saying is this, is that although that the woman is going through with not having a good husband or a good father, her chore is to respect him anyway even though he's doing the things that he's doing and make the children respect him, but if it keeps moving the way it's supposed to, if it keeps going that way, then the woman's job as the aggressor and as the initiator She is responsible to what that man has become. So her job is to do this, either stop it and get rid of it or stop it, and he will come to his senses as a good father and as a good husband. But never is it that she's supposed to take that for the rest of her life.
2: Okay, let me continue. That means he wants the child to obey even if the dad is never the right kind of dad. To, be, to obey regardless. Now let's look at another example from the word of God. Ephesians 6.5. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to thy flesh. With fear and trembling. And singleness of your heart as unto Christ. And then in verse 9, the masters are exhorted to be good masters. Exhorted to be good masters. I not always put on the follower the burden of having the initiative and of being an aggressor. Wives, you do it first.
0: That's right. Children, That's you what do it means. first. That's right. Servants, you do it first. That's right. That's what it means. And and as all, just like being employed by the head, the head has, has a corporation. Wait a minute. I want your attention. The head has the corporation. The man is the head of the corporation. And everything is allotted to what woman is supposed to do what service the kids what. Now, the woman's job is to go not to the man, but go to the father Father. over the man and tell it. Then he gets the message if he is the head where the father is talking to this head like it's supposed to. He will get the message without her having to say anything, and then he will send down what to do in order to fix the corporation. However, but if he doesn't listen, not to the wife, but listen to whom the wife is beseeching over him, because both wife and husband is under the command of God. And so, therefore, the initiator and the aggressor that she has to be as to be the follower and submit is not submitting to the husband, but submitting to God first and sending everything up to the father. Then it comes down from the father to the head of the man, and the man distributes the the command of what needs to be done at the end. Like, for instance, my, my fiancé here, uh, you know, we, we, we were talking on a subject yesterday, and, and he had mentioned after we had talked and everything, you know, uh, Wendy, the Lord is saying, um, you know, go, go into the Bible because he has a word for you, okay? and. Now, that's coming from God to his head to my head to go and find out what's the word for the day. You understand? And so I went into first Thessalonians. Thessalonians, I forget how you say that. I got tongue tied here, but y'all might know what I mean. Thessalonians, first Thessalonians. And I read from 1 through 5. And what we got out of it is how to behave and to keep ourselves. From all appearance of evil. So, you know, and anybody that's read, that want to read it, read First Thessalonians. If you're wanting to do what God tells you to do, chapter 1 through 5, because that is some good reading right there. And it's a command from God, and you must obey or, you know, you get your house pulled down. All right? Okay. So, you know, definitely, you know, make it be known that, Yeah, we are to submit, but it's never to the man. It's submit to the father that put the two together. And then she to tell the father, and the father talks to the husband, and the husband administers the command of God. That's how the household is supposed to be run, if it was underneath a a household of the Spirit of God involved. Thank you. Now, uh, uh, Island, asking the question. Okay. Um, why is it that some men do believe that they are all that the woman is supposed to come to and never thinking that he too has somebody to answer to and that she's got somebody to answer to and she has to, you know, initiate first spirit is to go and command ye the God to do something. And then it comes to the man and the man takes and distributes. Why is it that the, some men think that a woman is supposed to go straight to the man like he is the God and he has no God ruling over him but him and that she must obey to every whim and desire of him. Now, in 2 Corinthians, talks about the woman that's married to the man of the world. And that one, she only deals with what that man wants and what may please him and those things of the world because he is God over this world, but not the God over the spirit world where two spirits are brought together by God, you know, to be ordained, to be together. Why is some men that think that?
2: Men think that because most men, that are spiritual, feel that they have a connection with God themselves. And if they are head of the household, go to the head of the household. But if your head of the household is troubled, it's not the foundation. If the foundation is not right, you must go to God. You must go above him. But if your husband or man, or or man. man is on the right path and linked with God, you should know that he's going to lead you right. Now, there are times when a man is leading a woman's right and she still feel, feels not spiritually connected and she goes her own way or causes a little ruckus or turmoil because she don't have faith in her man. If you feel that God has brought you together,
1: mm-hmm.
2: have faith in your man. Obey your man, because he is the head. Anything that has two heads is a monster.
0: No, two heads are better than one, but a third is no one can contend with because God is the third head. And so even though and that's not saying that what you're saying, Island, is wrong. You're saying it exactly the way it's supposed to be. If the man is connected the way he's supposed to, okay? But if he's if he's if he's, you know, um doing things that is out of order but yet go to the father, go over him. You know, there's always a head over the supervisor. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes, you know, the woman may need to go, you know, over his head to get a job done. And, and, if, and if he doesn't obey at that particular time, then she must initiate either to get get, to get it back on track by, you know, making something happen in order to stop, you know, uh, you know from the, the foundation from being troubled. You know,
2: because that's her job, is to keep things in line. Okay. Well, continuing on. He wasn't made to help you in the home. But if he does, that is an added blessing. But it's not part of God's plan. You were made for him, not the other way around. Man's main business is outside the home, woman's in. It's our domain, our castle.
0: Now listen, now that must be a woman talking. That must be a woman that wrote this article because she is saying, y'all place is outside, our place is in here, and this is our domain, and we must have order in it so that when you come home, you know, that you can feel the order the structure within the home that's going to make your life a lot easier than what it would be out there in the turmoil world.
2: So he doesn't clean it, give you attention that you crave, that you crave, Well, the Bible doesn't say he has or is supposed to do that. You be what you ought to be so you can make your man to be what he ought to be Absolutely. to you.
0: And that's where it comes down to, I don't know, when you we were speaking about you know, hey, if you want your feet to be real, and you want all this stuff to be, well, you initiate to do it to me, then it'll make me want to do it for you. And that's true. That's very true. And if a person don't try, then you don't have much of a chance. At least try.
2: At this point right here, I would love to address how we should raise our daughters, but that is for another page.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm hmm
2: let me just say, here's the way we should be setting an example that says to our girls, I am in the will of God. Show them how to spoil their dad. So one day, it will come natural to be the help meet that God intended them to be. That's a
0: good, that's good. That's good stuff right like there.
2: Now I suppose that there are some young ladies out there that are wondering how all this should concern them now. Well, girls, There's a father in your home, a boss at work, a preacher who needs your prayer, your obedience. Start now where God has you, and then when your time comes, the natural thing was to be to do that which God has ordained. Mm -hmm. Are you praying for the right man, for someone who will love the Lord more than he loves you? That That is what makes it all work.
0: That's right.
2: Pray, ask God to open and shut the doors of your heart when you need be. It is not all it looks. Believe me, the Bible is so right when it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked.
0: Can I say something on
2: that? Who can know it?
0: Yeah, he to you all
2: then. Jeremiah seventeen nine. Miss Ms. Carter, you have a statement to make?
0: Yeah. On that specific one right there, let me see that real quick, where you was reading about, um, you know, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked and know it. Um, and where she was saying uh, that what makes it all work, pray and ask God to open and shut the doors of your heart when need be. It's not all look. Believe me, in the Bible it is so right when it says this. And I just wanted to interject and pick and say that for the women that, you know, that think that you know, uh, being sexy, overly aggressively sexy, mm-hmm. and different things to try to get a man is not where it's at. Because beauty first comes from within, and if that is not dressed properly, then the outer will not be dressed properly because it is distorted by society in believing through uh, co- uh, commercials, Maybelline, and. Mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret, you know, that, you know, this is the way things are. And so the women tend to think that if they look, you know, uh, 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 Pinterest on the outside, that it will get them what they look for. So the opening and the shutting of the heart is basically for women to realize that they need to ask God this so that they won't give the impression to the man if it be the man of God that is coming into their life, give him the impression that you know he's a she's a hoochie mama and a and a and a and an obscene type woman. He will run the man away with that. Am I right, Island? You're right. Okay. Am I right about that, Brenda? Oh yeah. What do you think about that, too, uh, really? Eric? Is that true? Because they you ain't gotta love you for yourself, he not what you win. Right. You know because it's so true because they'll go out there and the men that that don't know this kind of knowledge would put all his trust and eyes in on the, on, on, on the woman, uh, you know, on her looks, rather than, you know, the inner her. And that's how he would miss it, and he'd get told down too, you know, in the process. So and it makes it hard for the next woman or the next man to have a good man or a good woman because nobody is teaching, you know, the correct way and how to respect oneself. Uh, in dating game, you know what I mean, whatever you want to call it. Right, right. So, um, all right, so don't don't worry about that. We, you know, we we come to that one. But there is another one that you wanted to share with us, and we wanted to give that to you, you know, for your knowledge. I mean, again, you got something to say, get on the line, you know, right here at 347-884-8684. That number, again, is 347-884-8684 and get on the line and, you know, have something to say. I guess everybody just listening rather than jumping in, but it's all right. You know, we just got, we, we're learning just like you guys are. So, you know, we're just trying to bring some things, uh, you know, for your enjoyment to to learn from. And, you know, and if you got questions or opinions, don't hesitate to get on the line and say something. So uh, the last thing that we might need to uh, talk about, is what else? What else do y'all got over there that uh, that is going to uh, put some ring in the hearers ears? What? What else Women is over Women and emotions. Women and emotions. Where are you coming out of?
2: I'm coming out of howstuffworks.com.
0: Hmm. How stuff works. All right. Come on with it.
2: Women and emotions. A 2001 Gallup poll after American adults. Whether a series of qualities applied for men, more to men or to women. 19% of those surveyed said that the characteristic emotional applied more to women. The survey didn't ask about particular emotions or specific positive or negative connotations for the word emotion,
1: mm-hmm. but it seemed
2: likely. From the result of most Americans view women as either able to experience or prone to experiencing a wider, more intense range of emotional emotions than men do.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Are women okay. more
2: emotional than men are? Do they cry more? Yeah. Yes. The perception that women cry more than men is pretty widespread, but as babies and children, boys and girls cry about the same amount on the average. Only during puberty. You girls begin to cry more than boys do. According to a 2005 New York Times article, By age 18, women cry four times as much as men. A possible explanation for this is the hormone, Proclatin, which contributes to how much people cry. Proclitin is present in blood and tears, and it's more prevalent in women than in men. Women's tears, thus, are also shaped a little differently from men, which could be either a cause or an effect of increased crying. These sorts your times. In addition, people who are depressed may cry four times as much as people who are not. And two-thirds of people diagnosed with depression are women. Psychology Today. Coming out of Psychology Today. Of course, another common... Explanation is is that some societies encourage women to cry, while discouraging men from crying. In the United States, an exception to their standards seems to be the business world. In some businesses, crying is discouraged. A woman who cries in the office may be viewed as weak or ineffectual. Source New York Times. Now, i like to say this. No, woman, no cry. No, woman, no cry. No, woman, cry. Mm-hmm. Y'all should cry. You know why? Because when my baby cries, we cry together. Now, and I'm telling you, when she's in pain, I feel her pain. When I'm happy, I'm when she's happy, I'm happy. There's no reason to let your woman be in pain, men, and you don't even express that you feel her pain. You might sit there and try to be hard and ball up your lips, go run in front, of, sit in front of the TV, go outside, go to the bar have a drink. No, get your butt back home, hold her, watch her cry. Yeah, you might take a little bit more and want to cry, but hey, let it out. Because when you let it out, that's the cure. And when you let it out, you let her know that he really cares because he ain't no punk because he's crying, but he's a punk because he loves me. Punk man, it's like no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm, just
0: playing. I'm, just playing. I'm just playing. sorry, forgive me. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We right here on the Lordy Miss Cardi Block Talk Radio Show. We're gonna take a break for right now and let you let you reflect on that, and then you know we'll come back and we'll give some questions and answers if you got some, and then we will go into poetry reading. Okay, I will be the one that does the poetry reading today, Lordy and Miss Cardi. All right, we'll be back, y'all.
1: in the world am I gonna do? How can this meaning and purpose to be able to share? If you're not there, in my life, time could be running out from me. Could be saying what is left to me to make my
0: We are back on the what makes a real woman and what makes women cheat, all right? And, you know, we are talking on the subjects concerning, you know, all things on the arts of a woman, how to be proud, how to be the one but not one of a kind, to be independent, no time to deal with others not that we ain't trying to be, you know, compassionate, listen to our families and friends, but, you know, we need to study on, you know, our family and our ourselves as women and what we need to do to better ourselves as women. Um, we need to be well-dressed, with makeup done, real women. This is a habit for us. Not all the time it get like that, but, you know, majority of the time, it keep, you, keep yourself up, keep yourself up, be relaxed, you know, you know, don't let them see you sweat in public. Don't let them see you cry. Don't use your tears for abusive reasons. You know, it's all right to be late. You know, the man appreciates you more just a little bit. He'd be more glad to see you more likely. And, you know, you know, the men are too, you know, to understand and respect the mood swings of women. You know, not all the time they're supposed to be where they're intolerable. But, you know, hey, you know, we have them and we need to, you know, You know, we we, we need to look at what we could do to wrap our men around our fingers, but do it in love, and, you know, spend time with our men. Uh, Women must be a help meet, a completer. Uh, We ain't to treat the men like they're children, you know, but give them what they need, you know, when they need it, Uh, you know, the support and, and, and love that they need. Uh, you know, sometime, you know, with being aggressive and being an initiator is to start up, start the man up so that he can start himself to be the leader and you know he'll be glad to be the leader for the woman, you know, and do all what he needs to do as a man. And, you know, just be you know, understand, you know, as you as a as you are to complete the man, all it's gonna give you is some benefits to reap from it and you know, it get him started. You know what I'm saying? To Bring back what you put out, you know, Uh, and, you know, there is also the last bit here. Now, before I go on, I want to tell you that was Randy Crawford uh, that was uh, singing on the entitlement of In My Life, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that uh, CD that we was uh, putting forth to you as good music and different things of that sort, but there's a little bit more, there's a little bit more here that uh, Island wants to express from the articles that he's researched on. We all researched on this to bring something good for the hearers to listen to and to learn from and also to give your opinions. That's what the call-in number is for. So if you've got questions or opinions, please call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And remember that next week we are going to have the battle of the sexes. Where we will learn to get an understanding about men and women and how to respect our differences, and we are still duking it out to get an understanding so that we can uh, uh, respect each other more and to love and and learn more with each other to support each other in our weaknesses because we all have them, and you know and just 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 live, live and let live, you know. And so we're going to continue before we go into our uh, questions and, and and discussions on the subject, you know, round robiting here on the panel with Brenda Wright, the lightest right, and Eric, you know, the breeze, and, you know, Island and myself. Uh, you know, again, if you have any questions or you've got opinions you want to put out there, don't. Be scared. Call in at the call-in number, 347-884-8684. And getting back to you, uh, Island, what else, lastly, that needs to be touched on? And tell us where you're coming out of in this article. And, you know, and and talk to us. Talk to us.
2: This is How to Be a Woman coming out of you, coming out of www.squawkfox.com. I'm getting in touch with my feminine side today. Excuse me why I adjust my bra and gloss my lips. <laughs> I don't often visit my girl herself, she's saying. I suppose I suppress her since I develop software for a living, mm-hmm. compete in endurance sports for kicks, mm-hmm. and play with personal financial pleasure. Mm-hmm. None of these activities traditionally align with the womanly qualities of being compassionate, nurturing, or gentle. There's nothing compassionate about passing a flatted cyclist during a 112-mile bike race. I need to feel gentle while buying stocks door nurturing when programming binary software. Perhaps I'm just a tomboy, thinking out loud in a skirt. But what does it mean to be a woman today? How can women be fierce and finance yet generous and giving? Must she be either a feminine, effem- fatale, or all sugar and spice. Number one, put yourself first. All too often, women put themselves last. They sacrifice their health, wealth, and self in favor of their family and friends. They intuitively put their needs, desires, and dreams last by caring for and nurturing others first. This is not. This is no secret. Your airline industry has known about this tendency for years. Before every flight, we get a little safety speech telling us to put the oxygen mask on ourselves before placing it on our children. Why is this? It's simple, really. If you can't breathe, you can't help others breathe around you. This is just life like life. If you fail to acknowledge your life first, what are you living for?
1: All right. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Two. Living in your skin today. How many times have you looked to tomorrow to achieve your goal today? If only I were thinner, younger, more perky, then I would then I would reach for the stars. Perhaps you looked to the past and dreams of what today could have. Then, if only I invested in the Microsoft way back then. None of these approaches are helpful for today. Now, this second, by living in your skin today. You authentically capture the moment, the the here, the now. It's amazing what can be achieved by focusing on the now and letting the latter take care of itself. Keep your tits real. Oh, shoot. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Knock
2: knocking your knockers. Stuffing yourself with silicone may bring satisfaction in the short term, but the long-term ramifications... They leave you feeling a boo. It's no mystery most women are have to rip terrible body images. We're fed idolized images of poopsin's malnourished models, and make you believe our lives will be better by being hey, you like free
1: mm-hmm. Do
2: yourself a favor by ignoring these airbrushed and Photoshop media myths. Today, women. Eric, I have to ask you a question on this. Sabree, when it comes to women, the models on TV, the actresses, would you prefer a natural woman or would you prefer a woman who is at I prefer a natural woman that believes in herself, that, that believes that she don't need all that to satisfy a man, that's happy with what's with, with inside of her. Instead of trying to fix up the outside. Because if you don't let the inside, you ain't going to never, I even mean, though she gets those fixes, it's going to always be she needs something more. That's pretty guys,
0: good. That's
1: good. That
2: That's good that stuff completely. right there. I like
0: that. I like that. Number
2: four, be a bra. It seems elusive. The bra that supports all your bits, lifts, and fits. But when the best brassiere is begotten, it is you, women. The upward mental and physical lift is immeasurable, immeasurable, like a favorite foundation garment. Sometimes what we need most in life is a little bit of support and understanding. Be a supportive structure to your sisters, mothers, girlfriends, and daughters. Lending a shoulder to cry on or offering an ear to listen is all we need, all we really need to lift our spirits and embrace our courage. So Total Muscles. Rah. All right, chilly. The broadest well, oh, I'm sorry. Forget sugar and spice and everything nice. Today's women must be made of some muscle, motivation, and might and might to live well. Voicing your thoughts, beliefs, and notions raises awareness of yourself. Speaking with confidence and acting with strength can only bring belief in your abilities and clarify the path with which to follow. Catch a vote and be heard. Flex some female muscles. Six, seek progress, not perfection. The state of being without flaw or defect is pretty much impossible. Nobody is perfect. The ideal is evasive. Removing one's focus from attaining perfection and seeing life more as a state of progress can better Set the woman on the path towards success and fulfillment. Seven, be yourself, not your title. Too often women identify themselves solely as mothers, wives, or in terms of an occupational job title. This is a mistake. By tightly coupling oneself to a socially constructed title, it's easy to forget who you really are. What happens to one's worth when a marriage ends and the title of wife must be legally surrendered. Who suffers when a career ends and a woman ceases to be manager, director, or an employee? What happens to one's internal self when these titles are relinquished? By not identifying with and tying themselves, ourselves to a title, it becomes easier to see ourselves true selves. Without these titles... Who are you really today?
0: I like that. That's pretty darn good. That's pretty good. I like that. All right, all right. So now that is on how to be a woman. All right. Now you know we done we done came up with a solution to the problem. What's a real woman? Real woman is a purpose. Real woman on how to be a woman. Uh, we done talked on our. Our opinions on what we think, you know, women are in the household. Uh, we also have uh, talked on, you know, uh, why women cheat, all right? And oh, did we read on how, what, what, how why women cheat? Did we did no, we, do, we that didn't one? do that one? Okay, so we got we got where where is that? Isn't that isn't that somewhere? You know, it's over there. You know, because we got to, you know. Answer the question on why do women cheat, and it should be somewhere over there. All right. Okay. Now, um, give us give us what we need. You know how women, why women cheat. Okay. Reasons why women cheat. All right. They say here why women cheat. All right. They got ten reasons why women cheat. Number one is. Revenge for your cheating. Oh, L has no fury like a woman scorned because you cheated. She wants to get back at you and give you a dose of your own medicine. Cheating is her vengeance, her chance to get even in the playing the field. No, you can't undo your indiscretion, but you can ask for her forgiveness. Assure her it will never happen again and suggest couples therapy to help you get through this tough time. The other one is number two, exit strategy. Instead of breaking up with you, she cheats on you. That's why that's that way she doesn't have to deal with the broken relationship, which is much harder to fix. An affair is the easy way out and all and, or at least, that's how she sees it. And number three, bedroom boredom. That can become monetary. It can be boring if you let it, in other words. The same position, the same setting, the same person, an affair adds adventure and gets her in her adrenaline flowing. To so avoid routine, avoid repetition, sweep her away, For the weekend, make out at the movies, kiss her for no reason at all. The unexpected adds excitement. Number four, your emotional withdrawal. Women are emotional beings. Not only do they need physical support, but they also need emotional support. Once you retreat from the relationship, she sees it as a sign that things are through. A breakup is inevitable, and she is not really cheating. She's moving on. All right? The other one is number five feeling neglected, ignored, and un- underappreciated. Women wear many hats in a relationship housekeeper, errand runner, grocery shopper, babysitter, etc. When she feels more like a maid than a girlfriend, wife, that's when she could stray. The fact that you spend all your time at work and on the golf course gives her double reasons to seek attention elsewhere. No, you can't quit your job, but you can thank her for all her selfless deeds and do your share around the house. And it says number seven is revenge paid back for past wrongs. You didn't cheat, but whether you blew your retirement fund in Vegas or got caught in a big lie, you did break her trust and possibly her heart. She feels wounded and betrayed and wants to hurt you the same way you hurt her. To regain her trust is not enough just to tell her you're sorry. You have to show her. Actions speak louder than words. Number eight, self-esteem. There can be an instant pick-me-up, self-esteem booster that makes women feel sexier, more beautiful, and more loved. If your wife or girlfriend has self-esteem issues, it doesn't mean she is automatically going to cheat, and it is certainly not her fault if she does. But there are ways to make her feel secure in a relationship that could could help her from strain. Pay attention to her. Ask her questions. Don't hold back on compliments. A little flattery goes a long way with women. Number nine, being the bad girl is sometimes why, reasons why women cheat. Just as men feel the urge to sow their wild oats, some women have an inner self-kitten just waiting to be unleashed. And when the beast escapes from the cage, look out. Its frisky behavior usually rears its ugly head in response to some sort of life change major weight loss, new job, new friends, midlife crisis, etc. Keep the lines of communication open and she'll be more likely to talk to you about what's going on instead of filling her gut to a stranger in the night. Ten, not enough sex. Remember the good old days when you could stay up forever fooling around, when the responsibility entered the mix and kids, and before you knew it, sleep was more important than sex. Well women want to feel wanted. If you are not making her feel that way, she could speak elsewhere. To keep that spark alive, ask her out on dates in the night. Send her provocative emails at lunch. And by all means, don't let life get in the way of kissing, cuddling, and sex. And for the rebuttal and questions and answers, we only got the ten minutes, so we're gonna take about we're gonna take about two minutes apiece to say what we got to say, and then I'm going to come with a poem. But my rebuttal to that is this. Women, even though that you know your man may not give you enough of any of what this article is talking about, don't be an avenger because it only makes you look bad. Because as women of purpose that's doing things God's way, we don't avenge what our men do to us. We just get rid of them. All right? Do that before you take steps to avenge because God is the avenger, not his, not you. He will get back what he put out. Oh, it's going to look lovely when he get out there for the first three months. Then he's going to get his neck toe off out there because somebody going to do him the way that he's done you. But if you do it and you avenge it, it will cause bitterness. It will cause regression. In, in, in the behavior, and you will feel bad about what you have done, and it looks bad on you because you are a woman that's supposed to be of purpose. And if you don't have it, then you just don't have it, and you suffer whatever the society or whatever the man and anybody else that you come in contact with, you know, get, get their own thoughts about you. And so you don't want that. You want to keep your head up high anyway. No avenging, ladies. Stay on the purpose of God. That's mine. What about you, Brenda? It was basically the same as yours, Brenda. You get it all. What about you, uh, Mr. Greaves What you think? What you think? Uh, it's the same. How about you, Island? What you think?
2: Do no better than that. You can't can't put it, up, you it, get it, it all in one mouthful. Hey,
0: hey, hey. So you know... Hey, we all got our quirks and fall failures and stuff, but I say to both sides, stop the
1: madness.
0: Get with God's will. Purpose for man, purpose for woman. We will be back next week to talk on the battle of the sexes and getting an understanding on these subjects all together. So, you know, now, you know, I'm going to come on out with my poem, all right? And I hope that you like it. And I'm hoping that perhaps, you know, when you download this onto your website, listen to this uh, segment, that you make this a feature. Hope that this right, this particular segment, really fulfills the purpose of man and woman being real, being real to themselves, and being real to everyone else. Because you ain't got nothing to lose being a real man and a real woman. And even though we understand that we all can cheat. But remember, avenging comes from God, not from you. It only makes you look bad, and it takes down your character, and don't nobody trust you. And you will get back what you put out. Believe that. That is a golden rule. Do unto others as you will have them do unto you. And instead of it being you, let it be somebody else. Get rid of them, if that be the case. You don't need toxic relationships in your life. All right? Now, I'm coming from a goodly woman, and I'm coming from, the, from uh, Proverbs 31. And I put my own twist on here because sometimes being a godly woman can be really, really hard to attain if you know you're listening to a religious point of view. But if you can understand practicality, I believe that a goodly woman is practical, okay? So here we go. A goodly woman. Proverbs 31 says, the character of a noble wife, a woman, is practical. Useful in solving problems, she is suitable for everyday life. The noble woman is not only concerned with the matter-of-fact of real life, but is only concerned with it. And, and she's experienced, not theory, okay? A noble woman is appropriate, sensible, and likely to be effective. The noble woman or wife gives practical advice. She is good at managing matters matters, and dealing with problems and difficulties. She is not clever, but practical. The goodly woman involves herself in actual work of the profession of being a woman, a goodly woman suitable for everyday use. She is plain and simple, functional, and, and all utilitarian. The goodly woman or wife is virtual resembling a particular thing in almost every way. She is the color of purple, all right? Then we go to the next one. It's called Molested by the Man I Love. I woke up early in the morning to gather my thoughts for the day. He reached for me with a gentle kiss across my face. Good morning, he says with a smile and reached to hug him with a warm embrace. And soon we were on the moon with the stars all around us. The feel of his hands touching my skin sent me to Utopia's wonderland. His whispers of I love you for real was the blast to outer space. There was no place I could run or hide as our flesh meshed to sweat the glee of being free to love endlessly. I was molested by the man I loved. And I'm proud about it. Nothing bad. I was on my knees with lips on my neck and back. Sexual seduction. Oh, I can't stop it now. I have never been in love like this before in my whole entire life. I wish I'd never met him, but I can't stand to be without him. He comes back with a love that never departs. Sometimes I can't stand him but I can't be without him. What is this I feel so deep, so real? Oh, God, oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. I want some more. Oh, please stop making love to me. With a question in his eyes, he kept taking me on Utopia's ride. Here I come again, and all lights shine on me. He was with me on a ride one night when he told me he felt the shock of electricity from our conductivity transmission ability. Molested by the man I love. Expected.
1: is it. has gone off. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? I in my dentist's office.